0: Love Talk Radio.
1: I'm present for peace. I'm present for peace. Yo, I'm present for peace. Yo, I'm present for peace. I present. The Keys
2: 107 welcomes you back peace. to the Peacekeepers Roll Call.
3: PM ready for Peacekeepers Roll Call. This is the first of a series of roll calls that we'll be reaching out to peacekeepers across the United States and abroad. And we have on the line here with us the co founder of the Peacekeepers Global Initiative, Bob Law. Bob, are you there?
0: I'm here. Can you hear me all right?
3: I can hear you. This is Sister Rasika and I am present for peace. I'm
0: glad to be with you. I'm Present for Peace.
3: So let's just talk a little bit about how you got involved with the Peacekeepers Global Initiative.
0: Well, you know, there's been a uh, a peace initiative for some years. Uh, we've Many of us have been working with the effort to reduce violence and, and murders and killing and reduce the, the violence contradiction that exists in the black community. And there was a, some years ago a movement called Increase the Peace that you might remember, and we were many of us were active with that, a lot of local organizations, and uh, particularly men becoming concerned and looking for a way to contribute to the Increase the Peace effort as a result of their commitment, that, as, as a result of the commitment they made at the Million Man March and it was coming out of the Million Man March that people began to move in the streets all over the country. And part of the concern was that we sustain that that effort, that initiative. Part of the concern is that we continue to move it forward because the enemies of our people uh, did did not relax. We actually did reduce murder and homicide. Mm. And a lot of uh, politicians mayor of New York, I think it was Giuliani at the time, the mayor of Cleveland, a number of people took the credit for the violence and the decrease in homicides in their community even though they admitted that they didn't know what they had done to cause it to go down. But since it went down under their watch, they claimed credit, but it really was black communities, black churches, black organizations out in the street in those cities, very much uh, uh, inspired to do so by Minister Farrakhan coming out of the million man march. And so we, we began to look for ways though to sustain it because even though we did it, uh, the the enemies of our people responded you know they they're, they are not trying to reduce violence or eliminate crime in particularly in black communities the uh, prisons around the country have been privatized and in order for a private corporation to get a contract to run a prison They get the contract from the state. They build the prison, and the state pays them to operate the prison. In order for them to get the money from the state to operate a prison, the prison has to maintain a 75% occupancy rate.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so there really is no effort to decrease crime and start to decrease the prison population. That would put all of these new prison corporations out of business. And so things begin to happen in our community, the influx of weapons, uh, a lot of ideas are promoted that glamorize killing, drinking, uh, committing crime, getting over, hustling, scheming. And so there's an effort to maintain the uh, violence contradiction in our community. And as a result of that, we decided that we had to take some additional steps and really develop a national effort that would, again, push back against the crime and the killing and the fact that so many of our people, young people in particular, were being encouraged to kill each other. And so, working with uh, Captain Dennis Muhammad, who had the idea for a national organization called the Peacekeepers, then we began to work on that idea and to promote the idea of people being present for peace in cities all over the country.
3: Yes. Yes. Um, Bob, I just wanted to give out the phone number and um, let everyone know that when you dial the number and you want to speak, you have to press the number one key on your keypad. The number is area code 213-943-3618. That's area code 213-943-3618. Call in and let us know your presence for peace. Tell us what's happening in your area. And we're going to continue the conversation and I'll wait for your calls. Uh we have um another uh technology that we're using, the blog talk radio chat room. So if you go to blog talk radio slash the keys one oh seven uh peacekeepers roll call, you can send us a chat. And we have uh Jason X in the chat room right now and he says he's present for peace. So uh Bob, you can continue telling us a little bit about how the Peacekeepers Global Initiative started and where you are today with it.
0: Well, as I say, we began to to launch this idea of encouraging people. The Global Initiative is this. We are encouraging everybody in the community to become a peacekeeper. The men are challenged to step up first. The men are challenged to step up and establish a presence in the community. That is why there are men who are walking in the street wearing the Peacekeeper t-shirts, making it clear to people that there is a desire for peace, there is some movement, some organi- some organization, making it clear to people that the community is beginning to stand up. When, uh, when we're in the street, we're talking to people, we're pointing out, wake up, you've been set up, wake up, you have been set up to destroy yourselves, to kill yourselves and destroy your own community. So we begin talking to people about, let's stop cooperating with the very process that was put in place to destroy us. And we call on men first to step forward and and establish a presence in the community. But the real idea with the global initiative is that we make everybody in the community a peacekeeper, men, women, seniors, teenagers. Everybody is a peacekeeper. Everybody assumes, therefore, the responsibility to promote peace in their community. So it means that the way that you walk your walk and the things that you do ordinarily and when you go shopping and when you stand online and when you go to the movie theater and wherever you might be, you have assumed the responsibility to make sure that it is, everything is peaceful. So mm-hmm. if somebody bumps up against you you're not shoving them off you think get off me yes. you know you you now where well, you might have done that now that you are a peacekeeper when somebody bumps up against you you are going to make sure that you that that peace is maintained you're pardon me brother pardon me sister if somebody gets in front of you online you're not going to curse them out try to embarrass them or humiliate them you're going to handle it in a manner that will maintain the peace so everybody in the community if we can get everybody in the community To begin to understand that peace in the community is each is the responsibility of each individual in the community That is the point that we are trying to get over and see that becomes in a very real sense the, the real global initiative is to establish peace by by uh, educating encouraging teaching the, the community to assume the responsibility for stabilizing the community ourselves. See, we, so we're not looking for anybody to come in and give us any money you know,
1: mm-hmm. in
0: order to have peace. We're not, we'll, if, if there's some money that can be uh, had for, to, uh, to finance an initiative, that's fine. If the money does not come, that doesn't mean that we continue to kill each other. So everybody assumes the responsibility for peace, and and uh, without waiting for celebrities, uh, entertainers, basketball players, artists, without waiting for anybody to come back and, and 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 walk with us, if they don't come, even if they don't show up still the community is going to be a peaceful community because those of us who live in the community have accepted the responsibility, each individual, to establish peace where we live.
3: I think that's a good point that you brought up, that peace is not so much just marching in the streets and, and, and you know, making a loud initiative. It's what you do with your neighbor, what you do with, when you're in the store. How do you handle a, a minor conflict which could lead to a, a larger conflict?
0: That's right. See, one of the things that we point out, Dr. Elisa English, who probably be on the air here at some point, has pointed out that uh, peace is not just the absence of, of conflict. You oh. know, peace is, is peace is the uh, atmosphere. Peace is the the total circumstance it's the environment so you see so you may not be uh fighting each other uh but you know but you might at the same time be uh unpleasant intolerant uh you know you you might you might some people maintain peace and order in their home by terrorizing their children yes you know just sit down don't move <laughs> you know don't 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 look over here so what we're we're talking peace really is harmony peace is a is a is a community where there is harmony, where there's a sense of joy you know where where there's where there's a sense of community. Peace has people see you can have a peaceful community at night, for instance. you can have a peaceful community if everybody goes indoors at night and puts four or five locks on their door. And, and stays indoors and never comes out. You can have a curfew that, say no, that says nobody on the street after sundown or yes. nobody on the street after 8 p.m. And then statistically, you can look back and say, okay, well, then there's been a reduction in crime in that neighborhood, but it's not because there's peace in the real sense. It's because of the environment that we have now created. Peace allows you to be, be in the street at 8 o'clock at night. Be in the street after dark and still be safe. It allows you to have a block party in the summertime and goes on into the nighttime and nobody gets shot. You yeah. know, nobody's music is blaring, blasting to the neighbors on the other side of the block, can't get to sleep. See, peace is harmony. Peace is joy. Peace is respect for each other. Peace is creating a community where it is possible for you to actually live and 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 uh, and and be nourished by the very spirit of the community.
3: Well, you know, you you talked about different places where things can erupt and what people can do when they're at peace. But how about just sitting on your porch, which is a tradition in the black community to sit outside with your neighbors and have a conversation, have some laughs. But today, because of the climate, people are not even comfortable sitting on their porch with their children, no doubt.
0: Right. Because it's it is still too dangerous and and there's no peace. Uh and and the people who live in the community cannot trust each other. Is part that is a significant part of the problem. The reason people are not comfortable sitting out on their front stoop as they call it right in the in the in the city, on their porch <laughs> out in the suburb, the reason they can't do it is because they don't trust each other. They don't okay. they know that uh there could be a drive by shooting, there could mm. be Uh, Any kind of a shooting, there could be people trying to resolve something that has nothing to do with uh, you, and we have seen that. We have seen where there have been children who have been killed inside their own apartments while there's somebody out in the street shooting at each other, bullets going to the window. They've killed people in their own homes.
3: That's right. Uh,
0: And, you know, there are people walking down the street who are not involved in any criminal activity, not related to any Gang in the community, and they get shot as not even uh as a mistaken identity, they just get shot by a wild bullet and
3: because children
1: the, three year and old and their
0: children', children. Because the people with the gang with the guns mm. are not marksmen they' have, they don't know how to handle the weapons you know there are a lot of weapons in our community, and young brothers as older brothers as well need to just consider that. How did those guns get in the community? See, when I was back in the day, back in the 19, if we go all the way back to the 1950s. Brooklyn uh was the the center of gang activity, black gang activity. Well, really, gang activity, black and white gang activity, in this country. And in fact, it was the police from Brooklyn who were sent into other cities to train other policemen about how to deal with gangs. But there were white gangs, the Fordham Baldies, the Amboy Dukes. There were black gangs that had these legends We were growing up, the Pythons, the Chaplains, the Corsair Lords. All of these, there were gangs uh, that, that had the sportsmen, I believe, in Harlem, and, and they all became uh, the subject of urban legends. But at that time, in the gang, there might be one person who had a gun, And there was a thing in those days called a zip gun.
3: Oh, my goodness.
0: People would make a gun out of a a toy gun, a cap pistol, and some, I don't know what else, some other pieces, or they had one part of a real gun. They used to make what they called a zip gun. And half the time, the zip gun would blow up in your hand when you tried to fire it. Mm. The other half of the time, it would actually work. But I think the zip guns would fire one bullet. And if you and if somebody else could actually buy a gun, and they were not buying any automatic weapons, forty-eight magnums and stuff, they would—you'd have some little thirty-eight revolver, little small gun—and and, and the, that that gang would be the major gang force in the community because one guy had a gun. Well, the enemies of our people said that's not enough. These these gangs are killing each other, but not nearly quick enough, not really enough of them and so we've got to arm them even more we've got to make more guns available to them which is what they began to do so you now have people in the black community walking around with all kinds of guns magnums and automatic weapons and they don't we we don't manufacture the guns we don't import the guns we're not responsible for the new development in in guns we don't design the guns we don't have anything to do with it somehow however The guns wind up easily accessible in the black community, and black people, young black people who buy and use the guns have not quite realized that they've been set up, that those guns are being made available, because the guns are only used on each other.
3: On each other, yes. So, Bob, I'm going to have to cut you just for a quick minute, but I have a caller um, who has been holding for such a long time. I was waiting for a natural break, you know. Oh,
2: okay. Um, Paula,
3: stand up. Are you here? Are you present for peace?
2: Yes, I am present for peace. Thank you, Sister Rafika and Brother Bob Law.
3: And what's your location?
2: I'm calling from Queens, New York. Okay. So Queens is absolutely present for peace, and we bear witness for the march that uh, we had out in the streets of South Jamaica, And we thank Brother Bob Law, we thank Brother Captain Dennis Muhammad, we thank the Peacekeepers and um, Sister um, Erica Ford's group and all of those who feel that they are present for peace and want to keep peace in our streets globally. So I just wanted to say big up and thank you for this show and uh, God willing I'm going to continue to call in. I just wanted to say to Brother Bob Law, I know you've been working a long time in our community and this seems to be the culmination of all of your years of work in our community that this seems to be because I remember when you were, you had your own radio show and I used to listen and call in as well there and to think that young people always, you know, had a, a place in our hearts. At, at the time, I was a real young man for Bob Law. You know, his brother was real tall, you know, a basketball player tall. <laughs> we always saw brother in, in, in the community. So I like to, you know, again, thank him for his work over the years and, and saying that this Peacekeeper Initiative, if you could, by any stretch of the imagination, blend the idea that Brother said in the beginning where Goldman Sachs, which is an enemy of peace throughout the world, has bought into the uh, into the prison industrial complex in a big way. And any time Goldman Sachs uh, puts their money someplace, They have the ability to use fixers and use the type of people that uh, are ex Navy SEALs, ex Special Forces, to make sure that where they put their money is always, it always uh, makes a profit. So I just wanted to flesh that out with Brother Bob Law that this is a global initiative for peace, but we're fighting against an enemy who is global and who is well funded. And if there's a way that we can, Push that aspect in the community, I think that you know maybe by God's grace we could actually show that it's a us against them type of scenario.
0: Well, I think the Brother, I thank you for your call, thank you for your for your words, and I think that the brother makes a really uh, important point. We have a global initiative because a global initiative is necessary. We are under attack. And we are under attack by global powers, by people who are. These Goldman Sachs is, is part of a global uh, mega. Corp, you know, those are mega corporations whose operation is global, and the kind of things that they are doing, that the people that people do in order to crush uh, black people, is not limited to New York City or America. That we we are finding our people. Uh, under the same heel of oppression all over the world, there's a movement to recolonize Africa.
1: There's, mm.
0: there's a movement uh, to destroy Black people wherever we are, and and so we have seen it. We have seen a need for a rebuilding of the human spirit among Black people
3: everywhere, in
0: Haiti, in Jamaica, you know, in in Jamaica Queens and in Jamaica West Indies. You know, we have seen this uh, in London everywhere there is a need to rebuild the spirit of our people and so it i think it's a good point that the brother makes when he points out that the enemies of our people are global so we should not underestimate the task that we have taken on we should not underestimate the nature of the struggle that we are involved in it is an awesome task it is a real significant challenge but If we're going to struggle, then we might as well struggle against the real enemies. If we're going to struggle, if we're going to organize, if we're going to work, then we need to do the real work. You know, people have a tendency to say, well, you know, there's certain people you can't win, you can't beat. So don't even mention Goldman Sachs. You can't beat them. They got too much money. They're too worldwide. And, you know, you've heard the saying that you you can't beat City Hall and there are people who say if we we take up this fight about black radio there are people who say yeah but you can't beat the fcc you know you uh, and you can't beat these mega corporations well we say that if we are not going to fight against the people who are really responsible for the uh the condition of our people then we don't need to fight we need to we we can fight uh we realize how rich and, and influential the enemies are, but we are not powerless and pitiful ourselves. No matter how rich and influential they may be, they will have to take us on. And, and, and we will not allow anybody to continue to just freely roll over black people in, 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 in our communities, in our country, anywhere in the world. So uh, I'm glad that the brother pointed out that the people we go up against are global, therefore, we have to be global as well.
3: Yes, yeah, so and we have another caller on the line. Uh, but Jason, just hold hold on. Don't go nowhere. Uh, we have Steve from Atlantic City. Are you there, Steve?
4: Uh, yes, I'm here. Pleasant for peace.
0: Go right ahead.
4: Yes, sir. Um, just a little update on what we've been doing as the peacekeepers out of Atlantic City area in New Jersey is that we have consistently been having our Thursday training meetings, which we network with the, the housing authority in this area, who allow us to use their facilities to do our training on Thursdays from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we have uh, two weeks of um, self-defense, and, which is how to get in a hole and how to get out of one. That's the north and the noise. As well as... Uh, our um, life skills, which has to do with CPR and first aid, as well as the uh, the proper way to handle people. Uh, since then, we we have had a number of people, including the mayor and uh, police chief, attend some of our meetings uh, to uh, to talk about also the sensitivity, the unsensitized police officers who are in our communities. Um, We're also on October the 4th, we will actually be having our... First anniversary since our brother Captain Dennis Muhammad has actually came to Lang City to actually introduce the initiative of the peacekeepers. Mm -hmm. So we'll be doing that on October the fourth at four p.m. to around seven p.m. And we'll basically be.
0: What day is October the fourth? What day of the Uh, week is
4: that? That's on a Thursday. And a Thursday be, as well, okay. Yes, good. Thursday. And usually what we've been doing for the last uh, six or seven months is going to, uh, I would say, not the worst area of the community, but we wanted it to be safe. And it was uh, since our training, this is the first place that we actually uh, went into, and it's called the Back Maryland or Marina District uh, in the Lake City area. And uh, what we do is go down to the playground, and when we get there, there's no one out there. There's no children out there. There's there's basketball courts and everything, baseball field and everything's out there, swings for the little children and so forth. When we get out there, no one's there. When we're there at 6 o'clock, they start coming out their houses. Mm -hmm. The children assist us and the parents assist us with even cleaning up the trash in the area Mm 1st at first, we start off with prayer. Then we clean up the area, and then we interact with the community, with the young teenagers. We play basketball with them. Some of the young ladies never even knew what jump rope meant or double dutch was. So, yeah, some of our ladies and the peacekeepers actually assist them with learning how to jump rope. And we we interacted with them with the issues in the community as well as you know becoming a peacekeeper for that hour power. Mm-hmm. And when we leave, they leave. Mm-hmm. And and so it's almost like it disappears, like it never existed uh, mm-hmm. when we leave there. But we leave them with the safety net that so we will be there the next week, and we've been doing that every Saturday from 6 to 7.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 See, That's excellent. And what has to happen is that the community becomes transformed to the point where the people in the community come out and pick up where the peacekeepers, where the men peacekeepers walk away when they, when they do their hour of power. See, the goal is that after the hour of power, everybody else in the community comes out and assumes a responsibility for the safety of those children. If you remember the film uh, about Akila and the bee, the, the yes. film about the little girl with the, and the spelling bee?
1: That's right.
0: And if you remember that film, when, she was, when people in the entire community found out that she was studying for the spelling bee, everybody was coaching her. Everybody in the community, the gangbangers that she thought were going to uh, intimidate her or be in whatever, discourage her, they were pleased, they were proud of her. Everybody was helping her with the drills that she was going through, the whole community. And this is based on a true story. Yes. And the whole community came out. And at the end of the film, when uh, she was thanking everybody, she she said that she was thanking all of her coaches. And she said, that's everybody. That's everybody in my community. The bus driver, the guy sitting on the stoop, as you pointed out, the people sitting on the porch, everybody was coaching her. And that's what has to happen, and that is possible. The work that these brothers are doing in Atlantic City is the kind of work that begins to transform that whole community. And that's what we're looking to to see happen. And, Brother, you mentioned that you meet on Thursdays. And and let me just ask you this, and this is really for everybody since the brothers of, uh, in Atlantic City are doing such a good work on Thursdays, and I wonder if we could do this by way of transforming the entire community, by way of putting another wholesome, nurturing vibe out into the into the atmosphere and the community. What about this? And maybe people will call in and say if they will commit to do this. On Thursdays, this Thursday coming, while it's still warming up, this Thursday coming, let's make Thursday Peacekeeper T-shirt day and everybody in every city wear your peacekeeper t-shirt all day Thursday. Can we get anybody to commit to doing that? Oh. Everybody in every city all day Thursday just wear your peacekeeper t-shirt this Thursday. Let's see what it looks like in Atlantic City with as many people as we can get whether they are the men walking with the peacekeepers or other members of the community who will be See that's one of the way, brother, that we may be able to to introduce the idea of everybody in the community becoming a peacekeeper. That's
4: correct. Yes, sir.
0: You know, and so maybe we can hear from people. You all know the number two one three nine four three three six one eight. Don't forget you have to dial one first. One two one three nine four three three six one eight. Maybe you dial that number and let me hear what you think about this Thursday, Thursday of this week, everybody in in the cities, everywhere where there are peacekeepers Everybody wear your Peacekeeper T-shirt on Thursday. Let me know how you feel about it. Let me know if I can get a commitment to that.
3: Well, I believe we have another caller on the line. Um, Brother Forrest? Everybody got quiet for a moment, Bob. (laughs) was going
0: on? Is Brother Forrest on the line?
3: Brother Maybe. Forrest can come in whenever he likes to. He's the keeper of the in, of the of the technology.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, you were asking him what, what's going on? Okay. I
3: was asking him what's going on. Uh, Brother Jason, are you still there? Yes,
0: this is, yes. This is Brother oh, yeah. Faris Muhammad.
2: This is Brother Forrest Muhammad Harlem. I'm president for peace. However, um, we got to have the peacekeepers. They got to ring. They got to either come into the chat room, announce themselves, or there's a few peacekeepers on the on the line, but they haven't pressed one. Until you press one, we won't bring you because we just oh. think you're listening. So we need you to press one so you can talk to Brother Bob Law, Sister Rafika, and to all the other peacekeepers around the world, so that you're for that Thursday T-shirt day.
3: That's right. And we also have Brother Jason in Queens, so we have Brother Brother Steve in uh, Atlantic Atlantic City, New Jersey, on the line as well. So. Press the number one on your keypad so you can join in the conversation. Oh
0: I see. Okay, so it's press number one in order to join the conversation.
3: Yeah, because okay, we have people good. who call in and just listen on their phones while they're right. out in the fields, you know. Right. And <laughs> Okay. Yes, yes. This is an amazing technology that we're using. Mm-hmm. And also you can <laughs> download the blog talk app on your smart device and listen like we used to do back in the days with transistor radio. We took that with us everywhere we went, and we thought that was right. cool. Now you can hold your smart device to your ear and listen to the Peacekeepers' Roll Call. Call in and check in with us. The number is 213-943-3618. Area code 213-943-3618. And I just want to remind the listening audience that the purpose of the Peacekeepers' Roll Call is so that we can communicate with each other, talk about what's happening, um, updates, updates, um, progress reports, or even um as as Brother Bob and I were talking a little earlier about sometimes you may be facing some type of obstacle that you need some help with, and this is what we're here for. Peacekeepers roll call area code two one three nine four three three six one eight press the number one on your keypad.
0: so we have some brothers who are on the line, but they haven't pressed number one,
3: yeah, they have to press the number one absolutely
0: but I thought I heard someone so if there's someone trying to to speak.
2: Well, uh, yes, it was me. I was trying to, but I, I, of course, being respectful, you know, we learn the proper handling of people, so I wanted to be respectful and just keep my mouth shut until you call.
0: Okay. All right, brother. Well, you're on the air.
2: All right. Thank you. I just wanted to put this out there in terms of the the level of violence worldwide and wonder what the other peacekeepers think. Of course, the the wearing of orange this Thursday is an excellent idea, and I'm with that. But again, I wanted to put this out into the vapors and see what the other peacekeepers thought about it, as well as yourselves. You know, there's a, um, on
3: online,
2: there's a, a group called um, AllHipHop.com. And the majority of what they send out through the smartphones and it's all, is it, real, is real baseless. Uh, they send out videos of, violence in our community just you know and they they market it in terms of you know a hood beat downs, and i just would like to know if we could do some research amongst ourselves to find out who is responsible for this because it's just gratuitous violence and most people if they see a fight going on in the community naturally they're going to pull out the smartphone and start to record it but then they. Uploaded to this one central place it, it does go to YouTube a lot However, this one place Allhiphop.com Promotes this And I was wondering if there was a way For us to first find out who they are And second of all, to ask them If they could stop that Because it's really, it's mostly all of us Young girls fighting young girls Young men fighting young men Old people, it's just and it's mainly People that look like us that's involved in this type of senseless violence. And I was wondering what everyone thought about that.
0: Well, it's good that you point that out. You know, sometimes there are people doing things in our name that are not really us. It is, it is possible that there is a site called All Hip Hop, and it's not coming from the hip hop community at all. It could be coming from the enemies of our people. And even if it is coming from... People within the hip hop community—they are still enemies of their own people—and I think that it would be good to, to try to check it out. I guess you can—you can go on, you can put it in the you know in web, or you can Google. You can see get information about all hip hop. I think that is doable to find out who it is. But I think that what you are doing by bringing it up and pointing out that it is counterproductive. And it is harmful to our community. I think that that is a very effective way to address it. But say that on Facebook. Say that on Twitter. You know Say that with your own email blast, the same uh, concern that you have expressed here, and, and you issued it, you have issued it as an alert. So let's alert our community through all of the alternative media that we have, and, and say the same thing. And ask people to help repeat that message. It does not work, and it doesn't work in our interest to romanticize and promote and glorify violence. You know, it's so we come against that. And one of the ways to do it is, as I've said, use all of the same alternative media to issue that same alert and ask people to reject it. One thing that we can do is re- we can we can begin to point out to people how these things are harmful. Sometimes people don't really realize that what they're doing or what they're looking at, what they're listening to, is damaging. And they feel like it is freedom of expression. And there are people who say things like, well, that's real. That's what's going on in my community. Fighting all the time, that's real. I'm just keeping it real. But But, but the reality is, that you did not create that reality. There's a whole other process that has created anger, frustration, disappointment, broken hearts, broken aspirations, broken spirits. That's what exists in the black community. But we didn't create that. So someone else has established their reality for us. And because it actually exists and we are engaged in a counterproductive, destructive behavior, many of our people have been tricked into believing that that was their reality. Like they had a choice and chose to be unemployed, chose to have poor schools and inadequate health care. You know, like we chose unemployment, had a choice. And we we could have had a really good, well-paying job and a good education, and we chose dysfunctional schools. See, it didn't happen like that. That's all that was presented to us in our community.
3: As a result,
0: we have produced a certain kind of personality in the community that is the result of the conditioning that has been imposed on the community. So when you say, I'm just keeping it real, the folly of that is that's not your reality. And so someone else has created a reality for us, and we are silly enough to keep their reality real. We embrace it like it was our idea and say, I'm just keeping it real. You know, what I
3: was thinking, um, I wonder where that expression, keeping it real, comes from. I mean, what does that mean, keeping it real? When when you're looking on YouTube and you're watching girls beat up girls and, and young people beating up old people or, or, you know, homeless people in the streets, what does keeping it real mean?
0: See, it's a, it's a good question, but the way it is being used is that people say that whatever actually exists, if I acknowledge what exists, I'm just keeping it real because that's what that's what the reality is. where are out in my community. That's what's real in the street where I am. I'm just keeping it real. You've got artists, hip-hop artists, who are rapping about Gangsterism, killing people, drug dealing, alcohol drinking, objectifying women. And they say that as an artist, I'm just presenting what I see. That's, that is because they have never fully understood the role and function of an artist, particularly an artist that comes from an oppressed people. There was a great writer, John Killens, and he taught at Medgar Evers College in Brooklyn, and he taught a writing workshop. And he, he would ask his students at the beginning of the class, what is the primary responsibility of a black writer? And at that time, it was clear that black people were involved in a, in a freedom struggle in this country. And, and he said, what is the, he was saying, what is the primary responsibility of an artist that comes from an oppressed people? And he said, the correct answer is to make struggle or make revolution irresistible. Your primary function is to make revolution irresistible to make struggle irresistible to make appropriate behavior irresistible to make respect for your family and your and your and, and your children your women make respect irresistible. That is the primary function of a black artist or an artist who comes from a people that are under attack and see when, 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 when if you are truly an artist, an artist does not rap about what they see. An artist does not paint pictures of what they see when they look down the street. An artist does not reflect what is. An artist helps you envision what can be. Mm. And artist helps you in understand possibilities. So when if you look at the there used to be a brother in Karamoco Baye who had a program where he was taking prison art around the country. And he was showing paintings that uh, brothers who were in prison had done. None of those brothers painted the, record, the 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 gym or the the dining hall or the the whatever the room, the yard outside. They didn't. They painted voluptuous women. They painted landscapes, running brooks of water. They painted freedom. You know, they painted they painted what they wanted to be. And that's what an artist does. And what we have are artists who have not fully understood the real role and function of an artist.
3: Yeah, so I want to give the number out again, Bob, Jason, and Steve. Our number is 213-943-3618. That's 213-943-3618. Call in. Let us know what you're doing. Um, Press the number one on your keypad. If you want to talk, and we seem to have, uh, hmm, Brother James, are you there? Yes,
2: this is Brother James, and are I you am present, present for, for peace? peace. Absolutely, absolutely, and Bob Law, much respect for you for so many years staying in the struggle, and um, definitely a great example of a man who is active in his community. And I believe this is a great initiative, you know, the Peacekeepers Global Initiative is, is a great thing for us. But I want to keep it real as well. You know, keeping it real is painting a picture so that our young people can see the devastation of um, not having peace in a community. Uh when we look at the global perspective of, of the last of a ten year span from two thousand three to two thousand eleven and two wars and one in Iraq and one in and um oh goodness, uh the other uh Iraq and Iran, you had over six thousand 200 body bags Sent home to America From uh, a conflict In the east In 10 years But if you really look at it In year 2011 We had over 6,400 Black men and boys Who were murdered In the streets of America In one year That map don't add up That reality is The sick reality that we're living in today and we need to make sure that we are not part of the problem but we're part of the solution. So I applaud you with the peacekeepers because it is something that we have to take to heart and get out there and, and, and be soldiers for peace, you know. Uh, we mm-hmm. have to be examples of peacekeepers, and we have to maintain that peace wherever we go. And so I just want to say, uh, give me a few T-shirts. I'll have folks wearing them wherever I'm at. Trust
3: me. It's time for peace.
0: All right, now, brother, brother. thank you. Thank you for your call.
3: Yes, sir. sir. So the number is 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. Hit the number one on your keypad. Check in. Let us know what's happening in, in your community with the Peacekeepers Movement. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know if you need any help. Tell us what's going on
0: let me just say this again for people who may have just joined us and joined us recently we began talking about the peacekeeper global initiative and trying to explain what the global initiative is two things have come up one is that our effort must be global it must be powerful and pervasive because the assault on our people is global we are under attack from on every single level on every single level. Everything black is under attack. Everything black is being marginalized to the point where many black people are not even comfortable saying black anymore. When you look at black radio, it used to be black radio, it used to be soul radio, black radio, and black radio stations are reluctant, if not absolutely afraid to say black except for WURD in Philadelphia, which is which is Black America's radio station of choice. Mm -hmm. The Black radio stations say that they are urban Mm -hmm. or nothing at all afraid to even say black because everything we are they are being told that uh, black does not sell that black is of no value. And so people have begun to to accept black being marginalized. And that's happening on every level and everything that we are engaged in look at in the political arena, but they're talking about denying uh, new voter rules. And those voter rules, as it turns out, have actually targeted black people to make it difficult, if not impossible, for black people to vote. Everything black is under attack. And so as we respond, since we are under attack with a global initiative, our own initiative to establish peace and stabilize our community also has to be global. And then the second part of it is that when we say a global initiative and we begin to launch it right here, right now, what we're saying is that everybody in the community is to become a peacekeeper, everybody. The men challenge first to step up and to do one hour of power. And there are men in some cities who have decided that they want to do more than one hour of power. And have other kinds of things going on in the community as well but if it's going but as a uh, but we're saying when women young people seniors everybody become a peacekeeper the brothers will be the ones in the street establishing a peacekeeper presence in the community but the global initiative calls on everybody in the community to assume the responsibility to bring and maintain peace in the community So it begins with how we treat each other How we, re- we, re- we respond one-to-one with each other I'm going to
3: break for a um, brief commercial, commercial okay. break And Brother Forrest, if you're ready When we come back, we're going to pick back up on those um, important points
2: The key, the key. Unlocking the Unlocking doors the to door- unlimited door- possibilities Unlocking. Unlocking.
1: This portion of the key was brought to us by Moon107.com. Moon
2: 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy french cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. 107
1: M-A-U-N-1
2: Keys 107 in media partnership with Harlem's newest gem, the the Theater are proud to present winner of seven national and international film awards Elsa, a film telling the universal story of a family in turmoil a young woman's dream becomes an obsession in search for self offering an insider's view of the lush island culture of Guadalupe Elsa is the first feature by a female director from this Caribbean island Elza opens shortly at the Mist Harlem, the newest venue for high quality entertainment located at 46 West 116th Street. For ticket information on the World Wide Web, go to mistharlem.com. portion of the keys on Blog Talk Radio was brought to you by The Fluffs Present the Alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. of the keys was brought to you by Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC. For the best consultants and services around, make sure you find us on the web, RCS, LLC. Keys. 07 in media partnership with harlem's newest gym the miss theater proudly presents winner best drama at uk's one world media award and double award winner at 2012 african movie academy awards or Jello burning a beautiful coming-of-age drama a gripping story of south african township kids as they discover surfing a newfound freedom Directed by award-winning filmmaker Sarah Bletcher, Othello Burning will open shortly at the Miss Theatre in Harlem Located at 46 West 116th Street For more information, visit World Wide Web MistHarlem.com. You're listening to The Keys on Blog Talk Radio
1: I'm present for peace I'm present for peace You i present for peace
2: welcomes you back to the Peacekeeper's Roll Call.
0: us right now. And we know that there are callers on the line right now, callers in the chat room, callers who are listening in. We can actually see you listening in, so we know that you're there. I want you to hit one so that you can join the conversation. A couple of things that we were asking, can we get you just need to call and say I'm down. If we're going to find out if we're going to have Thursday of this week as Peacekeeper T-shirt day that everybody peacekeepers all over the country and all the cities who are listening are going to make a commitment to wear their T-shirt on Thursday of this week. Can we get a response to that? Can we actually do a Peacekeeper roll call? And, and, if, and we also need to know if you have T-shirts. So call right now. Hit, number, hit one. You're already on the line. Hit one and participate. We only have a few minutes, only about maybe seven minutes left uh, that, that, I, that we will be here, uh, that I will be here. And uh, But I'd like to know, so can you hit one and join the conversation right now?
3: You know, uh, one of the things we were talking about with Captain Dennis when he did his uh, featured show with us, and that show is archived on the Blog Talk Radio uh, slash Keys 107, so you can go back there and listen to that show, is we talked about the um, the significance and the impact of the color orange. hmm and when you, when you talked about the T-shirts, immediately I saw orange.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hopefully we can see orange all around the country this Thursday, but peacekeepers, are not, as, as far as we can see, peacekeepers are not calling in to commit to this idea.
3: Well, I think we um, we should give them some time. You know, um, how how to navigate through Black Talk Radio is new. Um, it's just uh, some people don't connect, calling in on the Internet,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, mm-hmm. but you are calling in using your phone. And let me just give the number one more time, area code 213 943 Hit the number one key. And um, just let me know if we have anybody who wants to speak on the line. I see my engineer um, indicating that somebody's mic is live. Uh Kola, if you can go ahead and announce yourself. I believe you are in Atlantic City.
2: Yes, ma'am. I'm present for peace. I'm Brother Chaiwal Yukai Butu. Basically uh Steve Young spoke for uh Atlantic City. We will be wearing our shirts on Thursday. Like he said, that's our anniversary. So I'm I'm present for peace.
0: Yes sir. Thank you for calling.
3: And I've been and I have been on it and it's very strong. Um, can you repeat that? Your mic, your mic went out a little bit.
2: I said I have, I have been listening in since three o'clock, and I'm present for peace. And I'm saying it was real. The conversation is real strong. And here okay. back home in, in Atlantic City, we're definitely doing our work like it's been three or four years.
0: Yes, sir. We appreciate brothers in Atlantic City. The brothers in Atlantic City were among one of the first cities to come on board and create a peacekeeper chapter in Atlantic City. And, and help to build the Peacekeeper Initiative nationally. We really appreciate the brothers from Atlantic City for the, their their early response. These are some of the brothers who were the some of the first respondents to the call for black men to step forward. So we appreciate you, and your your stepping forward has encouraged brothers in other cities to do the, do the same thing. Can we get anybody else? I know people might be struggling. Maybe to some extent with the technology, how do we do this? Uh, maybe everybody who is listening in is not. Well, every, everybody who's listening in is is listening on the phone, or are they listening also on their computer?
3: We have quite a few people in the chat room, um, and that just means that they're listening um, on on online. And that's great Um, We we have quite a few people who are listening And and, and that's great too I think as Mm -hmm. long as we're getting the message through to people Mm -hmm. And as as more peacekeepers um, Know that we're going to be here Every Monday from 3 to 4 Giving all peacekeepers And people who want to be a peacekeeper People who just want to do something To help stop this violence in our community To bridge community To bridge friendships Call us, we're here from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock every Monday And every Monday we're going to have a different co-host um, This Monday we're we're blessed to have uh, Brother Bob Law with us And again that number is 213-943-3618 Hit the number one key on your keypad If you want to press a call Or just send us a comment I can read it out loud for you If you're a little shy, that's okay Brother Steve, are you still there?
1: Brother Justin,
3: are you there? And Brother James?
0: We have someone who's, who's trying to speak. Go right ahead, brother. Yeah,
4: this is Brother Steve. Uh, can you repeat the how to get to the um on the internet and the website? Um that information also? Yes.
3: You you can um search in your, your browser search box blog talk radio. And when you get to the blog talk blog talk radio website you just hit the search button and search keys 107, and that will bring you right to us.
4: And another thing I, I just wanted to emphasize on the color orange, uh, which re- represents, you know, all of our communities are actually under construction at this point.
1: Mm.
4: And uh, also when we think about the sun, how it rises, and when it rises, that bright sunlight, <laughs> that actually that bright orange color that we're talking about, and when you see that, it represents that peacefulness and that under, and the people that's under construction, and
3: we mm-hmm. need to
4: keep that in mind Thursday when we see that orange, and we're going to have that orange throughout the whole entire community all over this country very soon, so I just want people to look out and think about the construction that our people is on, and this is the public construction that we're bringing, stating that I am present for peace.
3: Well, Steve, I want to thank you because you brought us right to the uh, 4 o'clock hour, and we unfortunately have to go. And this happens all the time um, in my experience with Blog Talk Radio. As soon as we get closer to that hour, everything gets live and and things want to progress. But just to let you know, go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash thekeys107. The show will be archived. You can listen whenever you're ready. Download the Blog Talk app. On your phone, your smart device, your tablet, and take us with you wherever you go. Bob, Bob do you have any closing? No, well, no, no. This is
0: the the first, and and it's a. I think it's an excellent idea, and it gives the peacekeepers around the country an opportunity to be in touch, to hear from each other, be aware of each other, and to get ideas out. Like we just came up with the idea on the air for Thursday being T-shirt Day nationally. Maybe next week somebody has another idea. And so, uh, but let's try that. Let's see what we can do for Thursday of this week. And I appreciate you inviting me to co-host with you on this broadcast.
3: Oh, I I could not have done this first one without you, and I appreciate your time. So, community, just hold on for one more second. We have a quick uh, commercial break, and we're going to come back and officially close out.
1: Keys 107 Network is proud to present the Peacekeepers Roll Call every Monday at 3 p.m. on the Keys 107 Blog Talk Radio.
0: Farrakhan speaks to Charlotte. What
2: plan does America have to create the jobs that you are seeking? She don't have
1: a plan! Baracon, live in Charlotte. Uh, October 14th at 2 p.m. in the Bojangles Coliseum. I'm clear!